Hey, welcome to the Mindful Business Coach Podcast with me, Ashley Rainsbarger. I am a multidimensional healer and coach for female entrepreneurs. I use subconscious growth work and quantum healing to help my clients heal old subconscious patterns of sabotage and finally create a life and business they can actually enjoy. The purpose of this podcast is to help you unlearn all the BS rules you've been taught you have to follow in order to have success and happiness in your life and business and relearn how to build trust in your own internal wisdom. Join me for solo episodes, interviews with other amazing mindful entrepreneurs, and real-life coaching sessions to help you build a life and business you can absolutely love. Welcome back to another episode of the Mindful Business Coach Podcast. Oh my gosh, we are on episode number 15. Number 15, can you believe that? Um, Doing this podcast has been so fun. And I thought to celebrate, because it is the number 15 and 5 is special to me, um, that we would do a really special episode. You know, five, <laughs> speaking of five being special to me, it's it's so funny because my birthday is May 5th, so five, five. I was born in 1987, which if you add up the numbers, one, nine, eight, seven equals 25. 25 divided by five is five. Um, I also rent a space that I use for my, my personal time in my business on Fifth Street. Um, and I was born at 515. I can't, I can't tell you. Um, all the ways that the number five has shown up in my life. It's its quite frankly crazy, a little weird, and amazing. So episode number 15, we are going to celebrate by allowing you to listen to a really special episode. So this episode is a conversation that I did recently with a student in the Trust Factor program. If you don't know what the Trust Factor is, it is a group program for for coaches and other transformational leaders who want to learn the art and the science of energy healing. So we come in there, we talk about quantum physics, we talk about personal healing, we talk about energy, they learn they learn all about energy and trust and what that means in life and business and how trust is related to healing and they get a certification, which to me is the least interesting part in Reiki 1 and Reiki 2. And anyway, it's just a really cool experience. If you want to know more, reach out. But this this is an interview with one of my students in the Trust Factor program. She has recently been finishing up her master's degree. And one of her assignments was to just interview a leader around life coaching and what that looks like and how they got there and all that kind of good stuff. And I just thought it was a really good interview. I thought she did such a great job and I felt like she pulled out some really good information from me because I don't always get a good opportunity to um, just to really share my story. I guess I don't I don't take enough time to reflect on it and to let you guys know where I came from and what I'm doing and like some just basic foundational perspectives on my life and my business and my story. So I asked her if it would be okay if I shared the interview here because I thought it might be something really beneficial to you. And honestly, it just feels really good, really beneficial to me to to share my story and to allow other people to witness a part of that. Obviously, we can only fit so much of the story into this much time, <laughs> but I thought she did such a great job. I thought my answers, she, she was able to pull a lot out of me. And um, it's a really good thing to listen to. You know, maybe you listen to this podcast and you're not a life coach or you're not doing coaching and you feel, you feel called to move in that direction. This might be something that inspires you to take a step that inspires you to move forward, that inspires you to listen to that inner voice. And even if it's not coaching, you know, to start doing something that you're really excited about that you love. So that's all I have to say about this. It is recorded interview. The audio might be a little weird at times, um, but I really hope that you'll enjoy it. And if you do, I hope that you'll leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can listen. Um, and if you are interested in the art and science of energy healing, please reach out to me to the trust fact about the trust factor. We are enrolling until 
the beginning, I think, the first week of April. And it's also going to be a, become a permanent part of my business. So if you become interested or you hear this episode later, reach out to me anyway. I hope that you enjoy and I'll see you on the next episode. Hello, hello, welcome. Today we are with Ashley Rainsberger. Um, I, if you don't know me, my name is Carrie Ralston Jackson and I am your life transformation specialist. So um, I'm very excited about today, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. There's lots of talk. There's lots of people who are on this healing journey and who are wanting to look for a way to make a difference in the world. Um, as they heal, they're like, okay, what's my purpose? So life coaching has just exploded even since, since I joined um, the movement, you know, um, since I joined in on my own life. So, um, so today I would like to ask you a little bit and kind of get your perspective on um, how, how someone some, some, some interesting insights on someone who's considering coaching or yeah. um, who, who's coming into coaching. I'm happy so if to you help. don't mind. Oh, okay. Thanks. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. My name is Ashley Rainsberger. Um, I started out very early on as just calling myself a health and life coach, but I'm, I consider myself now a multidimensional healer and coach for female business owners. Um, I have three kids. Uh, I coach, I coach and do healing work full time. I'm a teacher, um, teaching the healing work as well as allowing, giving it to my clients. I do my business on social media. Um, and I am just a lover of all things, words, wisdom, wine, aliens, um, food. (laughs) Um, and you know, it's really just a passion of mine uh, to help my clients and to help my audience and to help anybody out there who's willing to listen that we can create our reality and we can create something that feels not only like abundant, like it's when we're in business and we're doing life, a life coaching business or any kind of business, it's not just about the money. It's about creating an experience that you want to have. It's about enjoying it. Right. And the only way that we can really get to that enjoyment is if we allow ourselves to do not just the external work, but the internal work, the healing work. So I'm a huge, I'm a huge um, advocate for just going in and seeing how that really shifts what's happening outside. Did that answer your question? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's, I think you answered several questions in there, but we'll, we'll we'll touch on them specifically. I did want to mention, though, that I really think um, I've been following Ashley for a couple years now, I think, um, and I finally took a jump. And so officially, Ashley is my mentor and my coach currently. Um, I'm going through a program that she's created called the Trust Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 been incredible already. And what are we three, four weeks in? So yeah. we're not we're not completely we hadn't even do, do, we hadn't even got our past our ankles in the in the course yet, but it's been it's been tremendous. So I, I did want to I did want to mention that and why, out of all the coaches out there, why I chose Ashley to um, to interview for this. Thank you. Um, so been, you, I just want to say you've been a wonderful student. Like you have to be willing to like do this work, and you have been willing. So that's why that's why it's going so well. So I appreciate you for saying that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> um, so can you tell us a little bit about what led you into coaching? I mean, you mentioned a little bit about being a health coach or whatever, but um, a little bit of how how you got, I mean, even why why did you start with health coaching? And so yeah. kind of walk us through that, that process a little bit. Absolutely. How much time do you have? <laughs> Um, don't answer all my questions in one, in one question. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just did what, you know, just a little bit about my background. I had kind of, um, well, people probably wouldn't say kind of, I had a rough background. Um, my parents had a lot of, um, a lot of their own issues, a lot of healing they hadn't done as most parents do by the time they have children. Um, there was a lot of alcoholism, um, drug use, poverty, 
um, all those sorts of things in, in my family and my background and from my parents. And, and so I grew up dealing with a lot of depression, dealing with a lot of anxiety. Um, and, you know, I really kind of grew up with like this deep desire just not to be like my parents. <laughs> like I, I, I loved my parents, but I didn't want to live the life that they were living. And I didn't want my children to have the same experience that I was having. And so I remember growing up just knowing I needed to do what people did um, to just get away from that, which was just ingrained in me at the time. Like you go to school, you get an education, you go to college, right? And that'll just save you from everything. You won't have to deal with all the hard things that people in poverty deal with. Um, so, so I did that. I found um, who I thought was a perfect person for me. I got married. I had kids. Um, I went to college. I got my I got my bachelor's degree and then I got my master's degree. Um, and all the while I was just working these jobs that just didn't make me happy. That just didn't feel like I was creating any kind of fulfillment internally that wasn't really doing anything really good for the world. And I did always have a sort of this just deep empathy and this deep desire um, to help people. And I didn't feel like that was happening. And so like, as I began to notice that, you know, and I would go to work crying, I would like drive and cry, drive and cry. <laughs> and I would go home crying, like drive and cry. And um, I knew that I had, it had to change. I had to do something different. Cause I had had like three jobs at this point. Um, a couple of which were really amazing jobs that paid really well that if I would have stayed there and, you know, worked my way up the ladder would have led to something financially incredible. Um, but it wasn't what I wanted. Uh, so eventually I, you know, as I'm like trying to figure out like, what is it that I want to do? Um, I, I knew that I really, I had a soft spot for, for kids because of my experience and how hard it was, um, and wanting so much to just help them. And so I thought, well, I'll just be a teacher, right? I'll just be a teacher. So I had a bachelor's degree in English. Um, I didn't have it in education. And so I had to do this like alternative certification thing. I, be I began doing like substitute jobs. And then eventually I did get um, a fully certified position as an English teacher. And I did that um, in a high school. Um, but like, as any other teacher knows, teaching is still very limited. Um, you still have a boss that doesn't understand the experience usually that you're going through. You don't get paid enough. Um, the kids all have their own issues. It's completely overwhelming. You can't help them in that setting in a way that you need to help them. Um, and that's frustrating. That's overwhelming. That's terrible. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's still a very hard experience. It felt a little better because I was doing something that meant something. I know like in little ways I was making a difference, but it wasn't what I wanted to be experiencing. Um, and so I would drive and cry some more. <laughs> and, and then I was like, you know, I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired of having this experience where I, I'm like not having a life that I want to have. Um, I'm not doing a job that I want to do. And I remember I had like a free credit on Audible um, for a book, for an audio book. And I thought, well, I'll just download, you know, maybe some kind of personal development book and maybe it'll give me the answer to change my life. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll be like the magic bullet, right? And so I happened to download You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Um, and for whatever reason, like that book just lit a fire under me. Like it really helped me to understand, like if you want something, what are you doing? What, why are you not creating it? Why do you keep telling yourself that you can't have it? Like, get off your ass and go do it. <laughs> and and that, that's kind of a harsh way to put it. But really, like, it was what I needed to hear. I needed to understand that I had to take some personal responsibility because the things that I wanted, like, I just wasn't allowing myself to take action to create because I just had all these thoughts in my mind that I couldn't do it. But it, it made complete sense that if I was just believing those thoughts then of course I wouldn't take the right action. I had to take responsibility. I had to give myself an opportunity, a chance. Um, and she had talked a lot in that book about coaching and how she had a business in that. And I remember thinking, you know, I've been through a lot of crap. I could probably help other people who've been through a lot of crap. Maybe I should be a life coach. And so like, that's literally where it came from. And um, 
I remember the next day doing research on some programs uh, that gave you a certification in life coaching. I found one that happened to offer both life coaching and health coaching, and I signed up. And that's, that's how it all started. Very good. Thank you so much. There was, you hit me in the feels there. Yeah. <laughs> that being miserable um, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, that idea yeah, like that if we're not doing where we're supposed to be doing, yeah. it, life's tough. So yeah, absolutely. And I really appreciate you pointing out that personal responsibility Mm. and, you know, we can, we can look at all the things we've had in our past and Mm. there, there are lots of people. And I I was there for a while who wallowed in that. Oh, poor me. I went through all this, Mm. but there's that day where you have to go, Hey, it's on me. Mm. It's It's so easy to be in that spot. And you really have a lot of good excuses because this world is not set up to empower us. It is not designed to empower us to believe in ourselves. So it takes something really strong, really special, really powerful to finally decide that the system is not going to be stronger than me. I'm going to do this even though I haven't been taught how to do it. I'm going to do it even though nobody is telling me that I can. I'm going to stand on my own two feet. That's not an easy thing to do. And so it takes something really big, really painful, usually to finally get there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, Can you share with us what some of your biggest challenges um, have been in specifically in becoming a coach in relating to business and relating to, to coaching, to building your business, however, whatever those challenges are. Yeah, I would say definitely. I mean, it definitely comes down to, and I'm in a place now in my business where I've gone beyond, beyond the mindset and we've gone, I've gone into more of the healing I've gone into, like, we've got to be willing to feel our feelings. But before that, (laughs) um, it really was a struggle in mindset. It was a struggle in being able to believe that I was a person who could create my reality. I was a person who had more control than I realized I had um, because I didn't think that I was powerful. Um, Nobody in my family had a business. Nobody in my family made over um, a certain amount of money. Um, nobody in my family really did the things that, uh, that I was doing. And so I felt very alone. I felt like, um, I felt like, I felt like judged, right? Because when you come from a family that doesn't create a lot, and then you become a person who does create a lot, uh, there's judgment that comes with that. Like, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? You think you're so much better than us. Right. And so there's a lot of that happening. Um, and so it, the ch- and, and, and not to mention just the mental health struggles because of the environment I grew up in, dealing with the depression, dealing with the anxiety, um, still, and now like having kids at a very young age and having to, to go to work. And now I want to build a business and my mom was sick. Um, I, I can't tell you like how many things I was going through, like at the exact moment I decided I couldn't take it anymore. Like I couldn't live the life that I was living anymore. There would have been so many good reasons to just say no, to just keep going the way that it was going, because in a way that would be easier, right? It's easier not to, not to decide I'm not going to put up with this anymore. Um, So I would say that my biggest struggle and something that I see with my clients all the time too, is just like, I actually can do this in like the moment to moment, the day to day, getting up and making the decision to do it. And not only that, making the decision to take care of myself along the way, making the decision to set boundaries with myself because I had to quit coddling myself (laughs) and set boundaries with other people because I am not responsible for how people react to the way in which I'm deciding to design my life. I have to, it's not easy to let that go, right? It's not easy to, um, to feel very separate from the tribe that you grew up with. Um, But just, I would say the biggest struggle has just been that sense of personal power, that, that deep, that deep rooted inner belief that I am enough to do this. I am capable of doing this. It's okay that I want to do this. And I've just, since it doesn't feel like I have a whole lot of support, I've got to trust myself to take just one step at a time. Yeah, that's the birth of the trust factor, right? Yes, that's where the word (laughs) trust comes from. That's where it came in, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that that has been crucial for me as well is that, Mm -hmm learning to trust myself. Yeah. Um, 
when I couldn't trust, I mean, I grew up not trusting the world around me. So, you know, trusting myself was, was a super challenging for me. Um, so that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's huge is to learn to just go, this is about, this is about me. And yeah. this is about why, my purpose and why I'm here in the world. And, yeah. And that um, word trust is such a big thing. Like it's especially like anybody likes going out there to, to become a coach, to have your own business or do whatever you want to do. You'll find that there's so many shiny objects. There's so many, like, there's so many people who claim to have the magic bullet and it's going to be so easy to like get distracted and do this thing and do this thing and this thing. And it's good to have mentors. It's good to have support. You want to hire people that are going to speak to your soul and not just your shiny object syndrome, but also <laughs> you've got to have and focus on and make a priority that deep sense of inner trust in yourself, that trust in self is the advantage in life and business. And I will preach that until I die. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Um, so you mentioned a little bit about your spiritual healing side in conjunction with the coaching um can you elaborate on a little bit of that of how how those two married how, how you've married those two and how well they play on each other or work with each other yeah definitely it's so interesting because I've been so like resistant to my own journey and I've been like judging myself like every time I want to change, every time I want to evolve, every time I feel like what I'm doing isn't lining up with who I am and that kind of thing. Um, I started out <clears throat> life and health coaching and that kind of led me into the experience of just having relationships with, with other life coaches, with other coaches and like, especially the online space. Um, and I saw in them like that mindset struggle that I was having. Um, and I was really attracted to working with people like that because they had like that same deep desire to just help people, to just want people to do better. And so like, I really resonated with that. So I kind of shifted when I was doing the health and life coaching, mm -hmm. I shifted into coaching specifically people who were entrepreneurs, people who were coaches. Um, and I came across my own mentor who was just an amazing um, person in my journey. She was a, a subconscious growth coach and she was a quantum healer and she was offering a, like a, a long 10 month program uh, to do, to do the inner work and actually become a Reiki master. So to learn how to do Reiki and really like learn a foundation of quantum healing, quantum physics. Um, and so that really that really sort of started mixing in like the mindset work with the healing. It taught me like how to do the visualizations. It taught me like what it meant to energetically heal. Um, it taught me how important it was to, to not just try to think our way out of things. Like there's so many people that say like, you know, just, just do it right. Like just think positive thoughts and take action and then you'll be fine. And the thing is, is it's not that easy because the reason it feels so hard to do something different than you've done before is because it's, it's a physical energetic pattern that lives within the body. Um, so not only is your brain resisting it, not only is your brain trying to stay logical and keep you safe and keep you from doing something that that feels very different from anything you've ever done before, your body is having a very re real physical reaction. Like this is what we're talking about when we talk about the, the flight, the fight, or the freeze response. You can physically feel your body shut down, right? And so it's it's one thing to like have a strategy, right? To have a strategy, like I'm gonna do X, Y, Z to get the outcome. It's another thing to, to have the mindset, like I'm gonna work on my thoughts so that it makes it easier for me to do X, Y, Z to get the outcome. But the third layer of that, and why I can now call myself a multi-dimensional healer and coach is the feeling, the energy that exists within the body. We've got to take time to tap into the parasympathetic nervous system, um, to rest, to calm, to, to relax the body and to, uh, to feel and process um, the energetic, the very real energetic blocks that cause disease that live within the body. So <laughs> when I realized like that connection, when I realized it was deeper than thoughts, 
when I realized that it wasn't just a mental thing, like it wasn't just my depression, it wasn't just the way in which I grew up, that, that there was a very real trauma that existed and needed to be expressed and healed and focused on in the body, um, then I just wanted to go deeper with that. I just wanted to take I wanted to take that to the next level. I wanted to bring that awareness um, to my clients and to anybody who was listening to me. Um, so did that answer your question? That's how, that's how I got to where I am. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I kind of had the opposite. I started off as an energy healer mm. um, <clears throat> and then found the coaching later. And so, yeah. um, but I, I do see uh, a lot of, I'll, I'll say truth, just that's not the word I'm looking for there, but a lot of truth in that, that, or I, I guess what I'm seeing is a lot of my clients are, I, I've decided to, to work with people who have big traumas also, yeah. because there are some people who can decide that that's what they want and do the visualizations and that's great and wonderful. I know for myself, I, I lived through a pretty chaotic childhood also. And, and there's so much and exactly what you were saying, that energy that's, that's in there, that's physically, physically blocking in an energetic way, but yeah. we, we have to feel that we have to release it in order to be able to make those thoughts stick of, okay, I'm going to be positive because. Yeah. And that's why I, wish, like, that I want people to have so much more grace for themselves. Like know that it's not, it's not easy. So yeah. allow yourself instead of being so focused on the outcome that you want, like allow yourself to be on the journey, allow yourself to give yourself rest, allow yourself to, to have grace and forgiveness and love and kindness for yourself, because you didn't have enough of that. Every, every time before, before where you are now, you didn't get enough of that. And so now is the time to really like feel that into your body to, to be okay with where you are. And the more we're okay with where we are, the easier it is to get to the next thing. Uh, that's beautiful. Thank you um, for bringing that up. <laughs> that's actually, so that's, that's the second time today that I've heard that. So this is, oh, <laughs> this must be it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is my lesson for the day is yeah. it's right, right where we're at. Yeah. Um, is important. And then like in that, it was in a meditation and it was, you know, yes, we want, we want these perfect ideal things and that's a good direction to go, but being right here, being present yeah. with where you're at is that's where we need to be. Yeah. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of our clients, we're, we've talked a little bit about each one of our clients and who we serve. What are the primary ways that you obtain clients that you that you where where do you find your clients and yeah how how does all that work yeah definitely so i um when i first started like i didn't even know what i was getting into i didn't even realize <laughs> like life coaching and just coaching in general was this whole like online monster um hold on i'm getting a weird message i think it's good okay i didn't realize that this whole um the online space for coaches was like this huge thing. Um, I, when I, when I hired my, well, long story short, the way that in which I create clients now is just by being visible online. Um, I have, and, and that's, that's a, that's a journey in itself, like being comfortable with yourself enough to be visible, to share your story, to give tips, to give advice, to be present with an audience. Um, but I've just really done it through social media. I haven't used um, I haven't used paid advertising or the very few times that I have, it didn't actually lead to anything. Everything that I've done has been really organic. Um, I mostly focus on Facebook. So I started by just really connecting in Facebook groups where there were people that I could enjoy knowing um, and being involved in those groups. And I would get to know people. I would add friends. I built a list on my personal profile page. Um, eventually what I did was I created my own group that was my own Facebook group that was specifically designed for the people that I wanted to work with. And I gave them free training and I, I came in there and I got visible and I talked and I wrote posts. Um, and it's just been, it's been a very just natural process of being visible, but also allowing yourself to build one 
small intentional relationship at a time, like not going because it's really easy to get lost in like I have to have a whole bunch of people in my audience. Um, I have to get in front of like thousands of people and that's not really true your next your next client could be on your Facebook friends list right now. And they just need to see one post that is like, wow, like that really spoke to me, right? And then they reach out to you, you have a conversation, you invite them on a call, um, you just let you, you help them the best that you can help them on that call and you let them know, um, you know, when you're ready, I'm here to help you. When you're ready, I'm here to do the next thing if you feel called to do it. And so to be simple about it, it's just been me getting visible, um, building an audience by connecting with people, by giving value, and then just showing up in front of those people on a consistent basis and being willing to build relationships one at a time. I mean, think of like you, you're in the trust factor now. You've been hanging out in my space for a long time. We've known each other for a while. We've had conversations back and forth. And at some point you were just like, yes, like Ashley's offering this thing that I want to buy. Like this feels like it's for me. Right. And so either you reached out to me or I reached out to you and we had a conversation and, and here we are. And that's like how, it, that's how it works. <laughs> right. Can you speak to, so I'm, can, I want you to, to express what you're thinking on this, but um, kind of my, like my hesitations and my basically describe the process that a client might go through to, to finally get to that yes moment. Mm -hmm. um, you had, you had some really deep wisdom there and in, in talking to me about, you know, here I am bouncing back and forth all this time. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit more so that folks who are looking at this can understand it's not like it's not like like a fast process or maybe it's not like a linear process yeah yeah, yeah. exactly that yes so just kind of discuss through the process of that that people go through that your clients have gone through that yeah. um so I think that led to understand saying yes yeah saying yes because that's a whole big thing like getting to the place where you say yes when people give you money they're giving you their trust and so they have to be in a place where they are like, yes, I trust this person. Um, they're talking about this outcome. That's the outcome I want. And so I'm going to trust them to take my money and help me create this outcome. Um, we have to understand that <laughs> we are all like unique human beings and we're all at very different stages in our journey. Now we can have a very a very clear idea of like, who is my ideal client? What are they struggling with mind, body, and soul? What do they need to hear from me in order to, um, in order to get them to the place where they're ready to say yes. So like when we're, when I'm putting out content, when I'm putting out content on Facebook um, and in my Facebook group, when I'm doing lives, I'm always thinking about what is it that they need to hear today? And I'm not here to, and this is kind of like, this is kind of like when we go back to energy. It's not about it's not about what you're doing in your business. Like you can do all the right steps and whatever. It's about the energy you're putting behind what you do. So if you're going online every day like I have to create a client, I have to create a client, like this post has to get me a client. That's a very different energy and your your clients can and your potential clients they can feel that. If we're going online because we love people because we love to help them we love to serve them because we have a message we want to share because we have no expectations and we're just literally here to show up and serve in in the way that feels good to us today then that's a completely different energy and your audience can feel that from you and so I think to answer your question it's just important to understand that everybody is in a different space there are people in your audience right now today maybe who are ready to buy, who are ready to say yes, who are ready to do the thing that you're helping them to do. And there are people that are just years from ever working with you. There are people that will never work with you, but really like your content, right? And so to understand, like, it's not your job to know how, it's really not even your job to know when, um, like it's, we have to let go of that control and we have to just trust <laughs> that the people who are meant to work with us are going to find their way to us so long as we allow ourselves to show up, as we allow ourselves to be authentic. And I know that word's overused a lot, but to, 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 to show up and be yourself, um, to show up and give what you have to give, you're just naturally going to attract the right people. But let go of like when and how that's going to happen and just show up from the energy of, I just want to be here. I just want to help. I just want to serve. 
in a way that doesn't cross my boundaries and in a way that doesn't cross their boundaries. Does that make sense? Right. Yes, absolutely. It's that idea also, um, something that came to mind as you were saying that is that idea of understanding um, that even though there might be a million life coaches out there, there's only one you. Yes. Um, and that there's only one way, like you're going to reach different people than what someone else is. Mm. Um, even though you and I are, I mean, you're, you're kind of, you're different in that you're working for, for entrepreneurs. Um, I, I want to work with individuals that, you know, yeah. you know, might become an entrepreneur. So, mm -hmm. but even still, we both have that basis of trauma that, that understanding of energy work, that understanding. Um, so even though we're, we're similar in a lot of ways, we're speaking to different people and that your, your audience is out there. And I just really wanted to, to put that out there that there's only one you and you were, you can tell the exact same story that I can tell yeah. and it'd be different because, because of really our, our stories. No, I love that you said that. And it makes me think like there is no, we've got to let go of this idea of competition. It's, it's, there's no competition. We're not here to compete. Um, there is no you. And even if you're a health coach and there are a hundred health coaches, a hundred million health coaches online, nobody does it the way that you do it. Nobody is going to, there are plenty of clients to go around. Nobody does it the way that you do it. Nobody's going to speak to people the way that you speak to people. Nobody's going to help them in the unique, unique way that you do. They're, the only person we're ever actually competing with is ourself. <laughs> and that's hard enough. So we need to just let go of this idea that there's not enough space for me because it's not true. There's plenty of space for you, but you've got to own up and take that space, especially yeah. as women. I could talk about that all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's being visible. That's being willing to say yes to sharing your story mm -hmm. and being very, very vulnerable and authentic as yeah. you, as you mentioned. Um, so on that, now we're talking other, other coaches, how important is it to network? Hmm. So, so important, you know, and, and again, this just goes back to the idea of, <clears throat> it goes back to the idea of building relationships. Um, this can be, we're already like, <laughs> we're already just really lonely as human beings. We're especially lonely right now because of what's, what's happened in the world and the way in which we've been further separated. Um, but networking is just another way of building relationships. And whether you're doing that in person or you're doing it online, um, you know, we can't get to where we're going alone. Like number one, we have to, we have to have this connection, this higher trust, this trust in our higher power. We also have to have a, a, a trust in other people who, who we, who we resonate with to, to love and to support us and to, to help us create that opportunity. And so every person that you talk to, um, you know, they may not ever be a client or they may not, you know, but they may know somebody who is like, oh, well, Carrie, I know this person named Carrie and she helps people with this thing. She might be actually be perfect with you. And, you know, she, she can, and then that person connects you together. And so it's, it, it again goes back to this idea of trust. Like every person who crosses your path, crosses your path for a reason. And so are you slowing down? Are you picking up on why that person is in front of you? And sometimes it's not what you would call a good experience. You know, we don't have to be best friends. I'm not best friends with most people. <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to have a close connection and be best friends with most people. Um, but we do just kind of have to ask ourselves, you know, why is this person showing up for me? Why am I in front of this person right now? How do I want to just help this person in this, you know, very small way today? You know, a, a lot of times I even like a complete stranger who I, happen to who reaches out to me in messenger or whatever I'll just be like you know is there anything I can help you with today right just networking is just a way of building those relationships and trusting that those relationships are in your life for a reason and you also get to decide decide you know which which relationship do I want to keep in my awareness and which ones do I want to let go which ones are not serving me right and so it's just a matter of just practicing that practicing building those relationships and knowing that you know, it may be something that 
is going to create an opportunity for you. It may be something that's going to create an opportunity in your business. And it may serve you in a way that you never get to, you never get to know. It's not our job to figure it out. Very good. Um, so to even to expand that, but you, you mentioned earlier having your own mentors, your own coaches. Can you speak on that just a little bit more? And that idea of continual, like, do we arrive? Like, what's the purpose of, of that? What would, yes. how, how would that help us? It is so important. It is so important to have your own, your own mentor, your own coaches, coaches need coaches. Um, it is so important to allow someone to hold space for you, um, to guide you, to support you, to, to share with you the steps that they've taken to get to where they are. So you can have that as an influence to get to where you are. Now, this is why I say it's so important. Like, listen to your soul, listen to your intuition, hire somebody that feels really good to you. Um, not just necessarily somebody who speaks to your shiny object syndrome. And, and, and that's, there are people that talk about money that help their clients create really amazing results. Um, but choose the ones that feel really good to you, that you love being around, that make you feel expansive. Um, I know when I first invested in myself, and, and actually this is a, a good a good lesson, um, I, I paid a substantial amount of money for my first mentor. She promised something really incredible. Um, I didn't create a single client. I didn't, I didn't get the outcome that she said that I would get. And I don't blame her for that. I think it was a mix of her not knowing who her ideal client was. And it was a mix of me not being willing to admit or know really that, that that wasn't the right time for me to do that program. But doing that program, even though it was a substantial amount of money, led me to my next mentor who was an incredible help. And then led me to my next mentor who was an incredible help, who taught me things that I needed to know. And I never would have found those people if I hadn't had that first experience first. I know it's very scary, especially when you haven't invested in yourself. Um, and, and the coaching world can be very expensive transformation, um, the kinds of things that, that we invest in, they can be like a big investment. And I just, I, I always ask myself, like, what am I, am I spending my money on things that add value to my life? Because when I first started noticing, like, feeling like really scared about spending that money, um, I realized I was spending a crap ton of money on other things <laughs> that weren't really doing anything for me. Fast food, for example, right? Um, so, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge investment. Start where you are, be financially responsible and know what you're ready for, but also be willing to get a little bit out of your comfort zone. Be willing to trust somebody to help you through a transformation because it's going to you know, in our tiny little world, we can only see so much. We only have so much of a perspective. When we allow somebody to support us, it opens us up to other relationships. It opens us up to new perspectives. It opens us up to a reality we never would have allowed ourselves to tap into without having someone to, to guide us through it. Right. Very good. Um, talking about those decisions that we make that aren't for us. Um, one important lesson that I've learned is sometimes we have to do things that aren't for us to know what is for us. Yes. Like we have to, we have to explore certain areas in mm -hmm. order to go, okay, this was not it. And now I know what that feels like, that that was, that that was shiny object syndrome or that that was me jumping the gun or whatever that experience mm -hmm. held, whatever lesson was there. Um, sometimes those are necessary to go, okay, this is what it feels like when it's time, when it's right. When I said yes to the trust factor, it was, mm. I, like I said, I've inquired probably on two or three of your other programs. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and it wasn't the right time for me. It wasn't yeah. the right finances if for that point in my life that I, I just wasn't ready for whatever reason. There was, there were lots of different um, reasons, but then when it's that overwhelming, yes, this is where I need to be. Yeah. That's, that's when you trust it. That's when you, you know what that feels like you develop that, that ability and that <clears throat> again, trust in yourself to say, okay. And, 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 and I will say, even when you don't see a way, um, there's that added and that's all part of the journey is learning to say, 
I trust again that if this is where I'm supposed to be, the finances will be provided, the time will be provided, the whatever we logically or consciously see as a barrier, if it's for us, those things will work out if we decide and say yes and, and move in that will. direction. They, they will. And that's part of the trust, like knowing, like taking one intuitive step at a time, even though you don't know what's going to happen, like it will literally unfold before you. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, can we just be okay with mistakes? Can we just be okay with like masters are people who have just been willing to fail the most. So can we just expect that we're going to make mistakes? Can we just expect that to happen and just be willing to be there for the journey? It gets to be so much more fun that way. <laughs> Absolutely. So you mentioned earlier about the loneliness of, and I love the way this interview is going because you're like, you're leading right into my next question. <laughs> so it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so in times like 2020, um, the pandemic and all of this isolation, I mean, you, you, you mentioned um, make, um, meeting your clients online and social media. What how how did that impact your business how did that how how do hard times in the world impact your business yeah that's such a good question um the the, the pandemic definitely affected me um it definitely affected my sense of confidence it affected how many clients i was enrolling at the time um because everybody panicked right <laughs> everybody completely and utterly panicked and so it affected me it affected the way at least for a time that i was making decisions um and it affected how many clients were coming into my business and and what i was doing in my business and what i've really learned from that is that especially like in the journey of entrepreneurship we just have to we have to be willing to to trust ourselves through like times of crisis like like we have to be willing to trust that even though this is like the craziest thing that's ever happened even though we've never experienced something like this before um even though there's like a ton of excuses to give up and to decide that it's not going to work um i'm just going to trust that it's still supposed to work for me this is still the business I'm supposed to have. This is still what I'm supposed to be doing. It's just shifting. It's just evolving. Um, people are changing. What, what, what we think of as important now is changing. Um, and so did I have moments of panic? Yes. <laughs> and even when you've done so much inner work, even when you have done all the things and all the personal development, you will still have reactions. You're still a human being, being in the world, and you're still going to be scared. You're still going to have fear. And so what that's really taught me is that, you know, am I going to make decisions in my life and in my business based on that fear? Or even though it's harder now than it's ever been, ever, Am I going to make decisions based in trust and based in love? Which, which, which ones am I making? Um, because it really comes down to, uh, I, it really comes down to fear, fear or trust. Am I going to give into the fear, even though it's so easy and, and to have grace with yourself because it's so easy and I gave into the fear quite a bit, but also when I'm ready, like, what if I, what would it look like if I started trusting that it was going to be okay? What if I did what I needed to do? in order to, to continue creating what I wanna create. Because I saw a lot of people thrive during the pandemic. I had a client that created more business than she ever created during the pandemic um, because her, perspect her perspective changed because she leaned into trust because she felt like she didn't have any other choice. She was not going to go down the path of fear. So, so uh, you know, that's a good question to ask yourself in any situation. Am I gonna listen to the fear or what would I do if I trusted that it would work out the way that I wanted it to? And that can be very hard, but, but it's a really fun experiment. Right. Right. That was perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so in closing, what advice, what final piece of advice do you have for those looking into coaching or life uh, energy work or both? However, for those exploring this area anyway, um, or those who are already on this path, is there any final piece of advice that you would offer them? Yeah, I would say above everything else, trust your desire. If you have a desire to do something, it's for a reason. 
you're not wrong to have that desire. You're not bad. You're not crazy. Um, there is a reason, a divine reason that you have a desire in your heart to serve other people in the way that you desire to serve them. So I would ask that you trust that desire and then to know that it doesn't have to be this overnight thing. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take so much like love and it's going to take mistakes. It's going to take failure, right? But trust that desire and then just give yourself so much time. Give yourself so much grace. Allow yourself to take one step at a time to trust one intuitive step at a time and you know just treat it like an experiment if you start doing that where where do you end up in the next month where do you end up in the next year you know what what is how completely different is your life going to be if you trust that desire and then just give yourself time to figure out how it's going to work because right. it is Cause we've all seen what we've all seen what staying on that hamster wheel of doing yeah. the same thing that yeah. <laughs> that definition of insanity right is yep. doing the same thing over and over expecting, expecting that something's different but exactly or will be expecting different results that's the way it goes but but yeah that idea of just stepping in and going okay here we go I don't know what it's going to look like I don't know I don't know what the next step is but there is one step in front of me and that has that has led me to so much healing and I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, you, you've taken those steps. Um, and so you're, we're, we're at least two witnesses to that. So, yeah. cause the brain wants I, you to have this big picture. The brain has this, like, well, give me the vision. What's it going to look like? What next hundred steps do I have to take? And you're not going to know, you're not going to know. You're not going to know maybe what step two is just take step one, just take step one. The next one will be revealed. That's just how it works. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I really appreciate your time and your wisdom. Um, and I, I'm really excited uh, about this interview and I think it will really help. I think it can really help some people. So I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye. And we'll, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. Are you curious how subconscious growth work and quantum healing can help you level up in life and business? Or are you interested in learning how to do the healing work with your clients? Then I encourage you to reach out. Visit my website at themindfulbusinesscoach.net to book your free, no pressure conversation, or just come hang out with us in the Mindful Business Coach Facebook group. Until then, keep on trusting and don't forget to journal on it.